Welcome, welcome, welcome to Co-op Mode Reviews. I'm your co-host, Ben Teed. And with me, I have my guest hosts. They're not guest hosts. They're also co-hosts. Mike Espy, say hello. Hi. And Josh Agerman, say hello. Hello. And this is episode 63. We are talking about the 2007 released in November of 2007, Super Mario Galaxy. It is a monumentous episode because we're going to be talking about our first Nintendo title, Hyperbole Abound. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about a Mario game and we're talking about a Nintendo game. <laughs> going to be dope. Uh, yes. 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 Let's get into it. I will start. Ready? Oh, let's, let's do it. Core Mario titles are rare. It's true. One just got announced. Last time I think we had a core like what what would you con- like would you consider 3D World a core Mario title? I don't know if I would necessarily count that one. I think the last time we got one was Galaxy 2, which I think was 2010. So, it's been a few years, you know? I mean, not since Mario's been on the market, but essentially, you know, yeah. Since uh since you know, for a little bit at least. Um this one came out about four to five, uh, about, eh, about four, maybe five years after Sunshine came out in November 2017. So happy 10 years this November. Uh, it is the second Mario game. Uh, it is Yo. I'm gonna. I'm so sorry about butchering these names. Yoshiaki Koizumi. Um, it is. It is his second uh, directing a Mario game after Sunshine. Mm-hmm. And Miyamoto was only a producer. He was only a producer, I think, for both uh, for both titles. Okay. So he actually w- didn't direct anything on on any of this stuff. So that's interesting. Yeah, I thought that was too. I, I, we were in my in my little findings or whatever. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Even to this day, uh, Super Mario. This is this is known uh, like around the world, other than Galaxy here in the states and in in the UK. In Korea, another thing I found out was this is called Super Mario Wii. It's not even called Galaxy. It's just called Super Mario Wii. Oh, seriously? So, I just wanted to share that one with him. Is it, does he go, Wii, when he flies Super out? Mario Wii, number one! <laughs> yeah, you get used to that because we're going to keep doing that. Um, I never number had a Wii in its heyday, but I was always aware of this game's like highly thought of you know, reputation and... and um, I ended up getting it around the time that the Wii U came out because these came these got these machines got really, really cheap. And I find that this game, if I can start, I think it holds up. And now I play it on my Wii U, and I think the even for having uh, dated graphics, I still think the pastel colors and the 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 shape of the game, the feel of the game, I think is just as relevant today. Mm-hmm. I, I I think it feels amazing. Um, I think we might get into some disagreements here uh, uh, soon. But what what does everyone think? Uh, just a side note: you you were talking about not having a Wii back in the heyday. When I used to work at Target, I <laughs> I had bought a total of four Wiis, four, none of which are mine, and this was <laughs> and. The, and this was because they wanted to use my, family members wanted to use my discount because of the Wii Fit bundle. They got all the soccer moms, the moms, and the grandmas got on board the whole Wii Fit bundle, and that's what they wanted. So I had right. bought I had bought four of those motherfucking things, <laughs> and none of them were mine. And I just find that funny. I bought I essentially contributed to you know the Wii count. Hell but yeah. I, I never own one, which, uh, which kind of sucks. But back you're to some, yeah, yeah. But uh, back <laughs> red to get out. Yeah. So back to this game. Uh, I, I had talked to you, Ben, uh, about some frustrations I was experiencing because, um, I won't say like I after after our conversation, I definitely toned down and my. I would say my duration of gameplay uh, grew even longer with each sitting. So I started enjoying it more because, uh, Josh, I was experiencing some, some, 
some technical difficulties with the uh, with the motion control especially um it was causing me to outburst with vulgarity screaming at my tv <laughs> because uh let me, let me, let me put it this way wow. when the week when the Wii remote works it works when it doesn't it fucking doesn't there i i i <laughs> It it was for me. I I don't know what it is, but I at the time I wasn't at the time I wasn't able to find a happy balance with this game, and I was so frustrated with the fact that this game I don't think utilizes the motion control to its full capability because most of the moves you just was it wiggle your stick around <laughs> that sounded really bad you just wiggle the control. <laughs> fuck off you just wiggle the control it's very crude and inappropriate michael sb uh, this is a family show i just want to point out it's a family I, show there are children listening we're gonna have to put probably an explicit not. tag on this yeah, i'm sorry i am the one who probably not that. probably <laughs> not you probably have uh, like six listeners and they're all <laughs> yeah hello all six of you and mom um and mom yeah so like basically well, my my thing was that I I thought that the heavily reliance on the the motion because all I was doing was just wiggling back and forth, and and that was it. And, you know, you do that. You you know, if you like, if you hold on to like a shell, you throw that. If you do that standing, you spin. If you do that, you know, if you're ice skating, you go faster. So it's the same movement for various things, and I just kept thinking, it's like, is this all they could do with? The controller is just a fucking wiggle. You called wiggle. me too about it, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I did. Call you called you. me because you were frustrated, and you know what? I, I I don't know if you were. I couldn't tell in the actual call if you were complaining because your actual Wii remote wasn't responding. In which case, I was like, "Ooh, you gotta check the batteries, make sure everything's working." Because sometimes that shit is like not working properly if you don't have right. have it charged up. You know, I know you were borrowing the system, or whatever. And then uh, when I found out that wasn't the problem, I thought, ooh, where do you got the, the sensor sitting? And you're like, well, it's on the bottom of the TV. And I yeah. believe, I think you're supposed to have it on the top, but I'm not sure. It's... And, uh, but, but the other thing is, too, is that you don't really need the sensor as much in this game. I mean, if you want to collect star bits and you point it at the screen and you're able to collect that way, that's fine. But I actually Hello. think that all of the controls in the game are pretty tight. So that's why I was surprised to hear you you know, call and, and say that. And here, and here you say like, Oh, well, is this all you do? Because I actually think it's quite a robust, uh, 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 control it's, scheme. In fact, it's, it's probably one of the best I've ever played. <laughs> my, my thing is just that I, I'm, I'm looking for different motions with the Wii remote. And I'm thinking this is, you know, Nintendo's, uh, bread and butter here, at the t- you know, during this time. So that's, I'm, I'll, I'll just say during this time, they're the council that really focused on uh, motion activity because I know the Xbox had Connect, but the Xbox, the Xbox, the Xbox, you know, was still a I, I guess you would call a quote unquote gamers console, a, a gamers machine. Whereas you know Nintendo was going for more. We're going you know all ages, family, and it's gonna be silly and fun and whatever no big deal that's our thing everybody else can do their thing and i'm totally down for that but i felt like i would have gotten more movement like when i was bouncing like i think i was on surfing on a penguin or a stingray i was surfing i was surfing on a stingray and i would have to and i would have you know even the slight movement going from side to side that like there was some I, i had some minor frustrations with that However, I felt like even the slightest turn, it detected it, my motion, and I was like, this is really impressive. So I liked that stuff. I hated the fact that I just had to fucking wiggle my wrist around to do a goddamn spin, and it just, <laughs> I just kind of wanted more. Like, if I was shooting a fireball, I I would think I would kind of like flick at the wrist or something. Would That would have been kind of fun. Actually, yeah, I was going to say, um, a lot of the times, all you have to do is kind of flick it, almost. You don't really have to... I, I don't think shaking it back and forth is really a... I'm just uh, going by what the game tells me to do. And, okay, I was going to say, but... That's, okay. that's what it's telling me to do. I'm sorry. I, and, I, won't, I won't argue there with you about the Stingray, though. I actually think that part... 
you know, not everything in this game is perfect. I mean, just about everything in this game is perfect for me. But the one part I really don't like is that that Stingray section you're talking about. Uh, I do remember yeah. that being very uh, having to do that a couple more times than I really wanted to uh, in order to get it. <laughs> That's a, is that the race one? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's almost like a Mario Kart race. You yeah, try to stay on the track. Okay, yeah, and, and you have no boundaries. <laughs> It's, yeah, you can it's, fly yeah. out of the, the, the tube of water. <laughs> and it, and it, 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 it kind of yeah. sucks because the, the motion of the game isn't necessarily to push any buttons. It's to right. tilt the controller uh, uh, <laughs> in a very awkward type of way with your wrist. And, yeah. um, and honestly, I gotta, I, 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 luckily, luckily with anything in this game, and nothing ever overstays its welcome. I always feel like exactly. no matter what, yes, everything it's, it's is – it's in there for like a level or two. And I love that design of, of that game. And yep. I'll get to that here in a little while, but just introducing something and not making you play the entire game like that. Cause it could have thought of like 500 levels with just you as the ghost Mario or just you as the fireball Mario, but they never do that. They always make sure that that's they a, go. Yeah. That's a fantastic point. That's what I, I totally agree with that because even though I would agree, that's not the strongest section for sure. I think I got really lucky, by the way, on that section. I only died, like, maybe three times, and then, like, I somehow figured out how to do it correctly, and I think I just kind of got lucky. Yeah. Uh, well, good. No, I mean, that's, yeah. That's, that's good for you, but, man. Uh, <laughs> that's funny I, to hear that, like, you had so much trouble with it, because I think, like, that, that's usually me, that, like, I, I'm usually the one getting so frustrated at things like that. Anyway. Uh, yeah, but it's great that, like, even in like really awesome uh, gameplay loops that they introduce, like they still just discard it after like a short period and they're like, fuck it. Like we're going to go with another one. And the next one's usually amazing too. And it's like most games build their entire experience around just one cool mechanic like that. And Nintendo is just so like, they're amazing. At what at doing this type of thing that they just like can throw like thirty of these ideas and these like gameplay mechanics into one game and just flip between them. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's it's so yeah. cool how they're able to to go from like and and the thing is it's variety in not just the types of Mario's like you got the little bee Mario that can you know when you grab a bee mushroom you can climb on honey honeycomb walls and you can you can fly for just a second and and, and that's an interesting mechanic. They have yeah. Rainbow Mario, which is exactly like collecting like the the Invincible Star. Uh, you're Boo Mario, or you're a ghost, and you have to avoid all the the sun traps and not get <laughs> touched by that. I think that's so ridiculous. I know. Uh, oh man! And then uh, probably so cool. my... like what a random idea. Like they probably just like sketched out all these ideas. It's almost like, like well, no, why didn't they think of it sooner? Let's do it. Yeah. Oh they, man! It, they, yeah. al- they almost kind of did think of it sooner because if you look at Super Mario Brothers three, you had wacky ideas in there, right there from the get go. Like you were able to go in a boot and hop around, and you know be able to you know step on plants. Then you can, or you know, you look at this. What a, uh, I can't remember the name of that raccoon looking thing. I I feel Tanuki. Tanuki, yeah. And then you, you know you had a feather that you could it's like the know, like the raccoon suit or whatever. Yeah, you could turn to stone with it if I remember correctly. Yeah. And so, and then you had your your standard of you know the star. You know, start out in this you know using utilizing the star power to you know to be yeah. invincible for the time. So it, it's been thought of. You know, the weird thing is, I just thought how much I, I don't want to say there wasn't enough of it, but one of the things that why I like. I hold Super Mario Brothers three to like the highest standard is because it allows you to, to retain those powers, and then you can, can select whatever you want, and it really altered uh, the way you play the level. And in this one, I don't think that was the game's design, but I I gotta admit I do miss that factor quite a bit where I could, could select a power and then it changes how I. Uh, play the level, so I'm not sure. Like, but I'm not oh, saying I didn't that. Realize you could do that in you could do that in three. Yeah, three. You, you at the very bottom, like during the selection screen, you could press like I think it's like the B button, and that bottom bar will flip over, and then you can select all the powers like that you've like collected. Oh, yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I've been playing three a little bit on the either. 3ds. 
and that yeah. to me was really cool because I would use sometimes I would use the whistle in three in three to go to another world or something. But yeah, you could select a mushroom, a flower, you know, feather, all that stuff. And I thought that was just really cool. And here, I don't think that was the game's design, but it's just something I remember when I was playing. I go, I really missed that factor. Like yeah, I was gonna say, uh, that would change the whole design. Like, can oh you yeah, absolutely. Being a yeah, bee yeah. out in space, like that just doesn't. I mean, or no, it doesn't like work. Ice it, Mario in the in the in it, the fire pit. You know, I don't know. It it just it seems does, like that would change what it is. Right. No. No. And I'm just it. It was just it just brought up memories of why you know when I was playing this game, which I do like. Aside from my you know after my call, I you know I cooled off and. You know, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with this game. So it's I'm on a positive note. But it just it started just bringing back, you know, why I would say that I won't say this game's like on the bottom tier of Mario games, but maybe like in the middle for me in terms of like what it's doing. But I certainly do appreciate how ambitious this game is, especially for its time. And I still think that it's like one of the games you should definitely play, not just simply because it's Mario. I think it does. I think what we were talking, we had mentioned earlier on that it does some pretty cool things in this game. Oh boy. This is going to be an interesting episode. Why? (laughs) I think we Uh, might be divided on this one. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. I think, I think SB is a man apart. Um, no, this Uh-oh. is the second time I've played this game. Um, one of the things I want to point out too about it is, is it's really easy to just pick up and put down. Did you guys mm-hmm. see that? Like, yeah. I felt like I was just chipping away at it the first time I played it over like a period of six months and I could yeah. just pick it up and it was, and it was all ready to go. Like, and, and the cool thing about it was just that it, it was introducing me something to something familiar, but new, uh, the environments are always changing and stuff like that. Oh. Um, yeah, no, I mean, you look at this game, and, and I got I got to be honest, like, I I kind of want to knock it down a peg in some ways, because, like, on Metacritic and GameRankings.com and stuff like that, I mean, of on the, on the all-time lists, best games of all time, this is ranking up there, like, number one. Like, it is the number one game. Like, it's weird. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I think Mario Galaxy 2 is the number one game on most people's lists. Oh, okay. Isn't that? Yeah, uh, I'm pretty on, sure it is. On Metacritic, it might be. On game rankings, it is the highest at, av- at an average of 98%. I wrote that down, at okay. least, on my uh, on my stuff. Um, with the second being um, Ocarina of Time and the third on GameRankings.com, which, by the way, is not an aggregate site. In, or maybe it's a true aggregate site in a, in a in the, the difference of Metacritic. Metacritic tends to go with a different uh, rating route than, than game yeah. rank, rankings. Hold game on, rankings. I've got Metacritic up right now. The oh, number one game of all time is Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Oh, well, there you go. All right. Uh, so it's usually Mario one Galaxy of those three. Like, it's the top Mario game, though. Super Mario Galaxy and then Super Mario Galaxy 2. So I was wrong. So those two are right next to each other. Mario Galaxy, the first one, is just above it. Although they both got a 97, so I guess it, they're exactly the same. Right. Have you ever have you played any of that sequel at all? Not yet. Uh, I think I've sitting on my like shelf, a, still in the wrapper. Like twenty minutes of it, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. I mean, it's 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 a lot like the first one in terms of tone and stuff like that. But it might actually be a little. I think I prefer the opening at least of Galaxy hmm. One to okay. because I I feel like that one's more like crazy, mysterious, darker. Like in space, darker as in like the color palette. Uh, where you're in space and stuff like that, whereas two's more bright, sunny, green. It's beautiful, but I just I don't know. I just like the dark uh, darkness of space. Pretty yeah, cool. So. Totally. Yeah. Uh, this game. Yeah. This game had a really good opening. I really did like. I did like that because it was. Uh, it was kind of like off the beaten path for me because I was like, I don't know what's really going on here, and then it really had this somewhat cinematic opening and replay, I replay what happens in the opening for me and for the, the viewers because actually it's been a while since I saw that opening I've been playing this game over the course of a long basically, time basically Bowser and his ships come storming in like fly in and start shooting you know start it's like shoot- the millennial fair they're having a millennial fair yeah like some like some sort of fair they're having uh, and, yeah. and then and uh, he comes start- in on a big ship and captures Peach it starts and lighting the place you up, dude. Meet, 
and then you meet uh, Rosalinda. Yep. Which is like a, another princess. You're not quite sure about who who it is or, or mm-hmm. what, but she's helping the Lumas, which are these little chubby star people, and uh, and and she's trying to help them get home. And they have this huge ship that ends up being like your hub world. It's like a observatory right, yeah, yeah. type of thing. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, well you know about that, but uh, but for the listeners, uh, you're just collecting stars to pretty much power that that observatory. Mm-hmm. And as the ship powers up with each passing star that you uh, uh, collect, the hub world's <clears throat> excuse me, I get choked up every time when I talk about this. Uh, the hub <laughs> world starts to swell and like light up and stuff like that. And Rosalinda and her Lumas, they give you just enough story. Like there are moments where you could go to the library and let her read you the storybook of her story, yeah. pretty much, which is kind of nice, but. You know, it doesn't overstay its welcome. It's the same old Mario story. Princess Peach is captured, that whole thing. Right. I'm not going to knock it against that because it's a Mario game. I know what I'm getting into. I've played it. I've played all these before. Like, I, I'm i fine with it being the same old, same old, you know? Like, I, I don't really knock it for that. But, man, over all the other Mario games, because yeah. Nintendo and Disney are pretty comparable, pretty much. I mean, they're... They're very closely uh, uh, formed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they, they they seem similar in the way that they deal with their characters, the way they celebrate their characters, and how they choose to show these characters. And um, and I feel like this one over any of the other ones I've seen, any of the other Mario games that have come out, even Odyssey that's been you know uh, shown at E3 just a couple days ago, uh, seems like. Super Mario Galaxy seems like it's the closest to Disney that I've seen yet. And maybe that's because there's just themes in this one that remind me of like Fantasia and the way that they celebrate, like the look of Mario, the way Fantasia celebrates Mickey, that classic like Mickey look and stuff like that. I feel like this one just, it just looks like Disney to me and it's very happy. And I'm glad we played it this month because it's, there's so much crap going on in the past like month and a half or whatever. That it's yeah, just like I needed something light and I needed something happy and I needed something to just kind of like pick pick me up at for a few turns and then I'm off the bed or whatever. You know, this is such a good. Right. It's and it's the way a... he flies too through space. Yeah, he's like when they launch him into space and he's just flying there. It's what, so cool. is, yeah, it's so it, I just love that. I love that shot. Um, the the way the camera sweeps with him and you're collecting all the stars and the, like you sling yourself from planet to planet and it's just yeah. Do you remember, uh, I, I never played this game all the way through, but do you remember uh, playing the Sonic Adventure games on Dreamcast? Yes. Where, like, you'd have those kind of cinematic moments when you'd hit, like, some sort of a spring thing and you'd fly from, like, one, one area <laughs> of the level to the other? Like, that, I feel like, was the first time I'd ever seen anything like that. And I remember being at uh, Sam's Club for some reason and always, like, picking that up and playing it and being like, man, I wish I had a Dreamcast. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, like that just reminded me of it, and obviously these are done much better. I think like the, the execution is just awesome. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about like the very. I remember that very first level in Sonic Adventures where it the camera, uh, it it sweeped around to the front, and you are running towards the camera, where you know versus the camera being the back of you, and you're you know running front, and it had that like really cool view of like. I think it might have been the whale trying to come after you or something or splashing right behind you. It had this really dynamic angle. And yeah. the same thing, it's something similar to the effect, no whale in you know Mario Galaxy, but it had a similar effect to where one, one uh, I think like a planet or whatever it was, one location exploded right behind you, but the camera was you know front-facing Mario and it just really had like this dynamic cinematic shot and i'm like my and i remember thinking this is kind of mario's kind of like you know feeling like a badass here i i dig this i i dig that and that's one of the things i really do appreciate appreciate about the game is the camera angles because they are pretty like how they utilize the camera to a certain extent and i only say that only because that there have been times where i go uh, this camera should really move because I can't fucking see right now. But either for most of the time, I'm thinking 
the, the camera movement is pretty spectacular. Like it's. Well, wait a minute. Are you talking about like when you're actually controlling Mario, or during the transitional animation? No, not like, the transition. When you're controlling him, okay. there are some there are some moments yeah. where I go, um, "Can you can you move, please? Can I? Because I." can't see my character right now can you just yeah i actually had the biggest problem i feel like in the underwater level where you like you're attached <laughs> to like a shell or something somehow my camera would always get around the wrong way and i was in obviously you're controlling him again with like the wii remote motion controls yeah. then anyway yeah yeah, I, I I know what you're talking about, yeah once in a while that i had an issue like that and, and, and I think that and, and I think that's one of the themes here. It doesn't overstay its welcome. Like like when those stuff when that stuff happens, I felt like it corrected itself immediately. Kind of like with yeah. those one bits, like you know, sur- surfing on the stingray, and then Mario trying to balance on that ball, like that really big gold ball. You guys remember that level or something? Uh, yes, like... we had to we had to hold the Wiimote straight up and down, and then you had to tilt it. Oh my god! Uh, in order to get that, it was it was really hard, but I I started to get used to it after a while. Dude, um, you don't know how much I'm just stress glad I, didn't I was have under. To do it. That's that level of stress, just like, like you know how there's like difficulty spikes, and you go, man, this is kind of bullshit. My level of stress went from, hey, this is a fun, relaxing Mario game, to like, oh my god, I'm holding this thing, I'm just holding the Wii remote straight up, and every little move, this movement. The slightest bit movement is going to fuck me over right now. Yeah, it was a a special, like, tilt level where Mario's walking (laughs) on a ball, and uh, the ball has the star in it that you're supposed to collect at the end of the level. Oh, God. um, You can tilt it forward, backwards, and left and right, and he'll walk. And then you can even jump, I want to say. Yeah. uh, But you have to go over, like, all these traps and all sorts of stuff. And it it is. But the thing is, I think it's just a level or two. I'm not not even sure. It's just one level. And I'm thinking the one level where my blood pressure and stress level just immediately escalated because I was just shouting like not like 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 vulgarity. It was just more like uh, these like these reactions I'm having with the game. Like oh my god, and I'm like oh no no. And I'm like I'm like shouting no 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 like as if that's gonna do something you know to you know fix the game or you know or help me out any better. And, and it's not obviously. But I was just doing that, screaming and shouting, and just, you know, when it was over, I'm like, thank God. Oh, my God, I made it through. Fuck that level. I'm never going to do it again. But but at the same time, it was still kind of exhilarating and fun because the controls were working. That's the, and, you know, that, and again, that was after my, you know, my brief, you know, after my call with Ben. <laughs> I will yeah. say this, though, like, the galaxy setting is so convincing and like bold. Yeah. Like, everything yeah. feels bigger and like it's the galaxy, it's grand, it's, you know, visually imaginative and so dense and all the levels got these moving parts and it never loses sight of Mario. Like Mario is the is the main focus of this game. He's the he's the centerpiece. He's always like in every camera shot, he's the center of it and stuff like that. Like it's very celebratory of of him and never gets lost in the background like if you if you don't succeed in the game like like we were having talking about having trouble and stuff like that a lot of the times i felt like it was my fault for messing up at least i felt that way i've always felt like the controls stayed really really tight like in terms of of moving mario around like just moving him in a circle the only time where i felt like i was like oh i don't know if i can look at this is when um mario would walk underneath something and I would kind of oh, get boy. a little dizzy, you know. Like he would walk, like he'd walk on everything normally, like a normal 3D plane, and then he would the camera would kind of like flip underneath something, and he would be walking <laughs> underneath it, and, yeah. be, and the the thumbstick would try to like like once again Mario is like still center stage there, so it's hard for me to be like ooh, like it's just so weird. But did you guys have like that disorienting feeling the first time you did that? Because yeah, it, it, it really, I mean, I got used to it, but the, the first time I did, it, I was like oh hold on, hold on a second. I need to take my time with this because it's really, it just threw my mind in for a loop to say the least. Cause I just remember thinking that's, it's not the game's fault or, or a bad thing. It's just something to get used to. That's all I'm just trying to get to at this point. 
the other thing I I wanted to add too about like the grandness and the the, the powerful boldness of this game is um is oh gosh sorry I'm gonna mess up this name again uh, Mahita Yokata Yokata the main uh-huh. composer uh with the with the orchestral score like I know he sent apparently he sent all these different styles to Miyamoto like he sent the traditional like Mario do 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 you know that kind of stuff. He sent like little cute steel drums and stuff, but all of that stuff didn't seem to fit. And so he just, he, he got, they had like a real tired, they were tired of all like the pop sounding stuff that they were doing. And then finally they just did this like grand orchestral, uh, you know, beautiful thing that won it one over. I mean, it was like a full symphonic suite of, of sound mm-hmm. and, um, and, and one of the best, I I'm, I'm saying this is probably might be one of my favorite video game tracks of all time is uh is gusty garden galaxy at some point if you could play the the song for for the show sb if you can find it i I know it's on youtube or something like that but it is it is wonderful I'm gonna have to say something here, Ben. Go for uh, it. And I had listened to the soundtrack at least, probably at least, I think how many how many counts? Maybe like six, at least six times, according at least how many times I can remember off the top of my head. I had played the soundtrack the whole way through at least six times before even playing the game. <laughs> yeah. And the orchestral sound that you that you talk about is. Um, for lack of a better word, it's it is fantastic because when I had initially, when the first time I had, you know, you know, began listening to the soundtrack, I just thought this is really different, and I like this a lot, and I'm really curious to see how this fits. Did you get um, far enough in the game? Did either of you get far enough to the to the toy land where where he goes into Mario's toy land or whatever, and like there's like little toy trains and stuff. I don't think so. Cause no. I, how many how many stars okay. would you say that's in? Because I got forty five stars right now. If you got forty some, I'd say about another ten or so. Because I was in the fifties when I when I was in the Toyland. Okay, and that is where they start getting into like classic Mario sounds, but it sounds like it's coming out of like toys. And it's just oh, like, that's cute. It's that's just, cool. I mean, it's so fucking good. The other thing that that really makes me smile, especially for like Mario fans, will love this. Like you, you find like a coin that's got like a. a a question mark on it and uh and and there's these music notes that you have to collect before time runs out but yeah not only do you normally you normally get like a mushroom or coins or something like that star bits at the end but you're also given like a recognizable mario song so it's like a song from the past that you love so you're getting like rewarded for not only just the song but also like like a mushroom or extra extra lives i think this is the first time too where uh coins directly relate to your health right or is that in sunshine as well no that's in super mario 64 you, you collect coins oh that's right that's right yeah super mario 64 um you could collect coins and you get health with that too so i think that was the first time that i remember off the top of my head where coins factored as a form of health I am pretty sure it's, that's. I can't remember. Yeah, I think be- you're right. I think I think you're right. I think it's Mario 64 that where you collect coins and then another slice of your life pie comes back. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I just wanted to make sure that the orchestral st- score got talked about because it is oh, akin yeah. to like 2001: A Space Odyssey, Star Wars. You know, all the space 
epics all have that type of orchestral noise to it, and I feel like that was, of course, Mario Galaxy should have had that. So. Yeah. Totally no, agree. No, I, uh, I, I we got into like, any hyperbole yet? Sorry. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I agree with you, Ben. Um, the opening track for me was um, pretty fan. Was pretty great. I think the one track for myself that I like the most, I'm actually, I have it here, is uh, I think it might be the. By Star- the way, it is Star- Mario sixty four. Oh, it is. Uh, yep, that's where that for that's the first time where that happened. So yeah, I just looked it up. Yeah, yeah, Starbit Festival. It's the second track. Uh, that's my uh, favorite one, and also the music that became uh, one of my favorites too. It's actually during story time. Um, like I, I, I immediately kind of got. Uh, I was kind of annoyed because I didn't realize what I was getting myself into at the time. I'm like, oh, is she writing a story. I'm like, well, you know what? This is exposition fine whatever it's short and sweet it's colorful and i don't i don't know the name of the song at the time that they're playing but i just remember just listening to it and like this is kind of like really uh what's the word that i'm looking for it has like a like a lullaby feel to it like maybe yeah. like what a, what maybe like an in, like what you would play for your infant you know who's laying in the crib or something that that really it's like a chimes or or a, I don't know yeah I think you're it's right though. It's, it's like it's like one it's like a things. twinkling sound yeah and you know that 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 contraption you'd wind up and then you know play a little tune uh, uh, um, I'm blanking oh, on shoot it. I forget what it's called it's like a jewelry box but what is that called a music box or something something like that yeah it had that quality to it and that was that that tune alone put a, like a really big smile on my face because it's like oh you know as much as I know I understand that Mario is a you know like a really colorful you know adventure here that really that little tune for me it just I was like I could listen to this whole this whole thing I could listen to this thing numerous times and like even like fall asleep to it if I really wanted to just because of how uh, how beautiful it sounded so that's that was something I want to bring out is that the I think the music if you can just listen to it on your own uh, that I would recommend doing because it's just really. I think it's just really captivating. And then, yeah, there are some familiar tunes. Like, when you like some do like some of those bonus levels, like... Like... That tune's from, like, Super Mario Bros. 3, I remember. But a more, like, orchestral sound, like, to it, which is just... It's hilarious to hear. It sounds familiar, you know, like like it's calling back to some of your favorite stuff, and it's just supposed to. Nintendo's always good about nostalgia, yeah, and bringing and, back the familiar and celebrating that familiar familiarity. And the thing is, if, yep. I I think that's what the best thing about this. That's not that's not the punchline, is that it, it's not saying. Do you, it's not like giving those little nods or elbows to you. It's like, do you remember this? Do you remember this? Do you remember this? Like, it's kind of like trying to throw it in your face. It's every once in a while you hear these tunes and you go, oh, yeah, I remember that. And then, you know, when you, when you do listen to it, it's like it's still got that same upbeat tune to it that, you know, you, you've heard while you're playing on the Nintendo, like the original Nintendo or Super NES. It's, you know, it's a it's something it's always welcoming in. That's what that's what I want to get to. That's a, that's the point. It's always welcoming, and it, the integration of this is uh, pretty damn good. I gotta say. Yep, Nintendo. They innovate with their mechanics and their brands, like hand mm-hmm. in hand, almost. Like they just they tend to put out like. It makes me wonder for the future of Mario, like with Odyssey on the horizon, what type of stuff that they're gonna do control wise or, or uh, or. Um, mechanics wise in a, right. in a gameplay perspective because to be honest I just watched a trailer before we recorded for Odyssey and it looks like it falls in the same vein as Galaxy um, but I wonder what about it it will be different I mean I see him jumping on his hat I see him jumping on humans in New Donk City <laughs> you know I don't I mean it's we'll, we'll see I, only only time will tell but like 
I have every faith in Nintendo because, I mean, at this point, come on. Like, Me too. <laughs> they've been kicking ass for so long. Yeah. So, did So you guys were you, – you were talking about, like, the ranking of this. Like, and this is, like, where our disagreement is. Like, I don't say, like, when I put, like, rank this, like, mid-level, like, that's not, like, a bad score sort of thing. It's, like, I have to pick and choose which ones I like the most. And I know, like, a lot of people like Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo a lot. but Ooh, That's I, a really good one. Yeah. I, you know, I'm still in the camp of Super Mario Bros. 3 mainly because of, like, how much I played it and, you know, what it did for me in terms of, you know, as a game. And I think Super Mario World, it did refine that formula quite well and it still had memorable tunes. Um, you know, Super Mario 1, like, you know, it's like, it's much lower. It's like, because it's pretty basic, but it's pretty damn well recognizable and what it, you know, what it started, what it, what kind of revolution it started and all that, all that jazz. I hate to hate on Super Mario Bros. 2 because I've tried playing that game several times and, like, I can't get into it. I, I really don't. But, like, I would rank Super Mario Galaxy above that one for sure. But, yeah, like, this like this game for me is, I think, a, a definitely a title that people should have in their Nintendo library. I, I think that with almost every generation and, and, and every iteration of a console, there's always been the one Mario game that people should play. And I think for the Wii, is this, aside from Super Mario Galaxy 2, is there any other core titles of Mario for the Wii that you guys know of? Because I feel like... Uh, it, no, it's just Super Mario Galaxy 1 and 2. No, so that's, no, that's not true. That's uh, not. New Super Mario is Brothers is also on the Wii. And You're Super right, yes. Okay, I don't know anything about that one. So I'm. It's the one with the red box, and it's uh, it's all side scrolling, and where you can have up to four players. All yep, back I have that one too. Although I have not played a uh, whole. Yeah, okay. neither have I. Um, but yeah, but that, that one. You're right. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. So then, in that case, like I, I would think that, I think every iteration of Nintendo that there's always a one Super Mario game that that is a definite and i think for the wii maybe i'm speaking out of turn that this is the one to play like if you had to select if if you only had like a handful of mario games if like if you had like choose like five mario games to play i would say super mario galaxy would be the one to play out of out of those five for sure like i really do like this game i do i just don't rank it as high on my Mar- list of Mario games, because Mario Brothers Three, well, I don't, I just, it's been how long since yeah. that came out? I just don't see that ever getting, you know, dethroned, ever. Wait, which one? Super Mario Brothers Three for me. It's that's oh, my Super Mario Brothers Three. That's, that's interesting. My... I think I think a lot of people have uh, their their personal favorites. Uh, this definitely definitely ranks up there for me. I think this might be my favorite Mario. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Although, to get into final thoughts here sounds like. Or, <laughs> that's. Hey, well, I, the other Mario. Hey, favorite two Mario is you mentioned. It, it's. Dude, Super I'm Nintendo. sorry. You're you're breaking up really bad. That's super weird because you were breaking up really bad for me, and Ben was like super clear. Jesus, yeah, I was gonna ben. say it. Ben's the pro Everyone's here. Everyone's kind of breaking up. Oh, don't Shit. break up, guys. That's okay. You sound better I'm now. I'm on Wi-Fi. That's weird. You guys broke up at the times you said, at times Josh said they did. I, I could hear like about uh, every other word that's for hilarious. Espoosh. And then, that's right. and then when Josh started to talk that one time, uh, me and SB were like, uh, uh, Josh is breaking up. Josh is breaking oh, fuck. up. Now you're breaking up, Ben. <laughs> oh, no! No! Uh, okay, can you guys hear me now? Am I breaking up? Yeah. You no, sound great. I can. You hear. sound good. Okay, well, let me try to finish that thought. Which one's your up. favorite Mario game? Would you rank this as one of your favorite Mario games, Josh? I think this is my favorite Mario game, Ben. And <laughs> my other, 
my other favorites that I can think of that are in the running. My favorite 2D Mario game for sure is Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo, the one with the cape. Uh, mm-hmm. I love that game. Ooh, yeah. I played. I, that's probably one of the ones I played the most out of any Mario game. I put a lot of hours into that as a kid. I like. It was one of those ones where I would sit there with my like cheat codes that I printed out. Like they weren't really cheat codes for Mario necessarily, but they were like you know tips for all the worlds and things like that, and like ways that you could Star like. Road. Yeah, you could like circumvent the normal order of the way that you had to beat worlds and stuff like that. There were just so many cool things in that game. You uh, always try to beat Super Mario World, like starting at six o'clock on New Year's Eve. We'd have until midnight to try. We would make midnight the time to try to beat Super Mario World. Like, from start to finish. So we would that's start crazy. and try to beat it in six hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's crazy. pretty... That's ambitious. Ambitious. Yeah, that's ambitious. <laughs> uh, my other Mario... I haven't played this in a long time, but I just remember really loving... I actually really did love Mario Sunshine. I thought that was a really cool game with the jet pack, or the whatever the hell the water pack that you had on and like the goo and all the different mechanics and stuff in that game. I thought it was pretty creative. Uh, now that's it was the also... one I haven't played at all. Oh wow. It was also very cheery. Yeah. Uh, not that other Mario games aren't cheery, but it was like one of the ones that just struck me as very particularly lighthearted, which is cool and just very colorful. Uh, and then of course of course the fabled Mario 64 was amazing so yeah yeah. it's it's interesting those are up there i if i had to put one above above anything i think it would be this one now that's you know that's it's given that i haven't played mario 64 in a very long time and i don't know how well it would hold up with you know graphically and everything like that but i I just can't going back to what you were talking about earlier uh ben with the setting i can't think of a cooler setting that yeah. space for me to put Mario in and like to do all this crazy stuff and just throw the variety in there and just like it just I already feels like right. I like space stuff anyway and like this is just a really cool setting for Mario to be in so agree. I, I agree man it is a cool setting for sure I think that that sounded like a lot like a, a final thought so I'm just saying <laughs> it, <laughs> do we want to end on this note do we want to start giving score out on it. scores? Please, please. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll yeah, I'll put a nine point five on this one for me. It's Woo. a uh, it's a masterful game, and uh, I am psyched for the new Mario to come out. I can't wait. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play this one through to completion. I like I said, I didn't finish it completely yet. It's just been like there's just been a barrage of games and life gets in the way and stuff like that. And actually, this is a pretty long game. How many hours would you say you guys put into it? Oh, Ooh, I probably close to forty. I mean, I'm probably around. I don't know if it keeps track of that, but yeah, I'm. I'm I've been playing a lot of Mario Galaxy, going back for every star it. and all that. I, I don't doubt it. Yeah, it's a it's a beastly game, man. Like forty hours is a lot. That's like a that's like a big RPG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for um, but yeah. Yeah, it's enormous. So uh, definitely intend to, to finish it, though, and then definitely intend to play through Mario Galaxy 2 as well because, like I said, I just yeah. really enjoyed it. I can't wait to see what's different in Mario Galaxy 2. And now that I have my Switch, I'm going to play all the Mario games for that. So Nice. Yeah, I, I tend Miguel to get... Miguel Esposito. Yeah, I plan on going, like, hitting the 60-star mark because uh, I feel like the I'm not I don't want to say nice. fatigue, but uh, I'm I I don't know if I could do the 120 from my understanding that's how many stars there are in this game, which kind of blows my mind considering how many I don't know how many hours I put in it, but it does I'm pretty sure it's over. God, it might be just 20, but even for a Mario game, that still feels really fucking long. But um, even with that said, uh, I am at an 8.5. Um, I'm not sure if my initial impressions would said even said lower, but um, uh, right now it's it's stand it's currently an eight point five potentially to go higher, to, you know, based on what Ben was talking about. That especially that Toy Land world sounds really cool, um, but any other worlds like some of the worlds are really neat. Like I enjoyed 
I I enjoy the little cameo by uh, Luigi when you had a rescue from that you know that ghostly mansion. I was like, the, oh, excuse me, a haunted mansion. <laughs> that, made me, that made me laugh so hard. I'm like, this is kind of brilliant right now. Like, this is delightful. But uh, yeah, I I'll just say that it it's not grabbing a hold of me like I really that I really wanted to because there's all. It has all the right elements, but it's not for. It's just not really sticking to me, as much as I want it to. Like, I don't know what it is that's throwing me in for a loop. Aside from Wii controls, but that's about it. Like, I'm just trying to think of like what other things the game itself, um, isn't really making me like oh nine or like nine point five or ten sort of thing. Like, what is it? what am I what's the what's the missing factor for me so I'm not quite sure at this point in time but yeah I've ranked it's still I still think 8.5 is a pretty damn good score to give it and and to say that I do recommend you play this game I'm only 45 stars in and I know there's potentially 75 god it sounds daunting 75 more stars to get but nonetheless it's um it's a fun treat to say the least. So, yep, eight point five. I want to say I want to say one more thing before we jump over to Ben. Sorry, Ben. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. Uh, something that I was I was listening to in a podcast the other day made me think of uh, this game when they were talking about kind of like emotional undercurrents in games, and what they meant was like if you ever played like a first person shooter or something like I, I think Call of Duty does this to me, but or like. The gameplay loop in general is fairly enjoyable. There's like sense of delight of like you know you get a kill or you know you get some sort of reward, but like by and large, by the time you're done playing it, most sessions you're like more annoyed than when you started playing, and like you're like just not that happy most of the time because you're frustrated, and like <laughs> I think there's something to be said for like balancing delight and reward with difficulty. And I think that's one of the things that this game also does super well is, like, I never had a time, really, where I felt like uh, when I was dying or when something was fairly difficult that, like, succeeding wasn't just within reach. And when I did, like, it was just, uh, you know, it was a great sense of reward. And, like, I, I still just kept that smile on my face basically the whole time. We talked about this with Overwatch, too, right? Right, like It's yes, kind of like the same yeah. thing where, like, I, I don't know how they, they do it exactly. It's hard to articulate with Overwatch, too, but it's like you're... They hit the magic constantly being Exactly. You're constantly being <laughs> rewarded. Accomplishing something always. You're getting... Whereas there are just some other... Whoa. Do you feel like that is really... Thing to be able to do in games and that's got to be so difficult given all of the ways that people can play and the different uh skill levels that you'll have and things like that but man when when a game really hits that mark like it's just the sign of something that's really special so so you know you know that sense of reward you know i was robbed of my reward i'll tell you one <laughs> the one incident it involved this it involved a stingray and i was telling and i told ben this i had crossed the finish line but as soon as i did that i fell off the track the the game made me do it all over again i was like are you serious right now Rip. i i was like that's yeah, hilarious I I just remember I had this the pain is our comedy. I just had this sense of like defeat swarm <laughs> over me and I go god damn it this just happened. Did this really happen? It did. Okay. All right, well, aside from the Emoto's <laughs> personal vendetta against Michael Espy, <laughs> I think that this game <laughs> really balances I... that well. It's no, I mean, it was it was one time. Like other than that, yeah, it's no, not a big deal at all. Like no, no, it it is re- it is a very rewarding game. It is a lot of fun to say the yeah. least. Yes, uh, you Ben, we're done. Oh I'm, yes, I'm done. I'm done. There's Ben Teed there. Uh, Josh, that was probably. I mean, wh- the way you said it, I gotta echo you. I mean, it's one of those things that 
You said it when it talks about how it rewards you, it pushes you on. Yes, it's frustrating sometimes. I think a good platformer needs to be that in some ways. It needs mm-hmm. to get you angry so that you go back out of there after it and try to do it again and immediately after. And like, I felt that way like just this afternoon when I was playing it when I got home. Um, I feel like, yeah, I, I, other than a few hiccups like that Stingray level, you know, I'm not a huge fan of that one either. And maybe a few times where I had some depth perception problems of trying to land yeah. on a Goomba and I would like accidentally hit the Goomba and lose a life a little <laughs> bit. Like yeah. there were times like that where I was like, damn it. Like I thought I was hitting it. I thought I, you know, cause the, maybe I just wasn't looking at the spatial recognition correctly or whatever, but man, like. I can't think of a more perfect game. I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. I even wrote down in my notes, one of my favorite games of all time. For nice. sure. I mean, nice. in terms of the of the Mario stuff, sure, like, it, yeah, it ranks up there with some of the best Mario games for me. But at the same time, like, like, I think this is something truly special that Nintendo has here that I don't think you can capture in another version. Like, I don't think you're going to be able to play Mario Galaxy on the Switch. I don't think you're going to be able to... You know how they like to re-release old games mm-hmm. a lot of the times? And you can. You can release uh, the original Mario or Super Mario World on the Switch. How are they going to do that for Galaxy? I mean, I guess they could with the Joy-Cons, but I, I keep thinking, i got to be honest, like, in the future, you know, where else but the Wii can you... And the Wii U. Can you operate this game? And and not, it's, it's beyond the, the, the control gimmicks. It's beyond the the nunchuck and the Wiimote and all that. There's a yeah. there's a a feeling of of celebration in their property in Mario in Bowser. They never looked better, before, you know, up to this point. Now, obviously, they've come up with all these other games coming out after that, and they they look super good in those too. But up to 2007, I mean, this was the best. I think these games have looked. These games have felt. Um, Yes, nostalgia is there for me in Super Mario World, but it's only echoed by Galaxy, and and it sounds like they're continuing that tradition with Odyssey and so on. So, I I got to put this one in my pile of like best of all time for me. So, one of yep. one of the more fun experiences. I am going to continue uh, collecting all the stars after we're done playing or after we're done recording for this show, and and I'll pick it up every few months maybe or whatever. There's 120 stars in this game. Uh, once you're done with uh, Mario, uh, you play as Luigi. You guys were t- talking about how he makes a cameo in the game. I kind of chuckled because I don't know if you guys know, but you can play as Luigi mm-hmm. in the game. You go back and you play all the stars over again as Luigi, and he jumps differently, and he has that float like you would normally would. And, That's uh, sick. And, yeah, it's cra- It's so crazy how much detail they, they spent. And then eventually when you beat both, um, you go to the Grand Finale Galaxy, uh, which is a secret galaxy that can be unlocked. And then once you get that final star, that is uh, you know, that is the final, final part of the game. So I plan to get there. I plan to do it. So, oh, cool. you are cr- crazy. Craziness. Crazy. Yeah, you are. That's why we love you. So Monumental. Ben, so what are you? Right. What are what are? I should say, what are we playing next? But I should say, what are you and what Chris, am I playing? What are you and uh, Chris going to talk about for June? Yeah, me and Chris for the month of June will be playing the fourth Gears of War. Um, which yeah, I mean, we're yeah, we're bringing it, we're bringing Gears of War back to, we're making, we're bringing, we're making Gears of War great again. And um, and uh, and me and Chris will be fantastic. Yeah, you're gonna get tired of Gears of War. (laughs) You're gonna get tired of it. Um, But me and me and Chris are gonna have a little back and forth on it. If anyone in the future wants to get on another episode of Gears of War, they're totally welcome to. But it's just gonna be me and Chris for the month of June talking about Gears of War four, and that should be out I think fairly soon because I mean. We, we both finished it already, so we're just gonna yeah, give the, our the, thoughts. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. So. I'll so with how that's gonna play out is um, we'll actually the three of us will be together in a room for once, and uh, what what I'm gonna do is just gonna be like the like a not a moderator but more like a mediator, just kind of 
I'll bring some asking questions. The questions. Yeah. Asking some questions here and there, but I don't want to intrude on their organic conversation whatsoever. But there are some things I'm I am really curious to know how it you know pay. It really know, sucks pay, not having the two of you this time. Like that? Is it yeah, I really want to play it. That's a bummer. Like the four of us again, like playing this game. I mean, it's so it would be so perfect, and it's crossplay, so it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So perfect. And yep. then uh and also What do we got for July? Brothers. Are we talking about ta- that yet? Brothers, a tale of two oh, sons. Yeah. And I'm and I'm glad he, I'm glad Brothers, oh, Brothers a Tale of Two Sons. That's a really short, really good game. You might be able to finish that in one sitting. Uh, sure. uh that's good. Uh that uh yeah. it's it's funny that we mentioned this because uh this past E three just recently in E three the developers of this game uh, are making a new game called A Way Out, where it is a co-op prison break. So, and yeah. based and based upon that, it was part of the EA conference, and that yes. was yep. that was by far one of the <coughs> bigger highlights of that conference, right there for sure. Like that's that the was one a that really we, good trailer. That that yeah, I would say if I have like a top three. That would be in the top three, along with the um, uh, the last night, which which is a launch exclusive. And I remember Josh, you were expressing earlier some sadness, but remember launch exclusive, not just yeah. exclusive for. So it looks if they're like they're smart. Be... They'll put it out on PlayStation at least eventually. Oh, for sure. Oh well, yeah. Well, and a lot of games nowadays. Sorry to break away from you know, the subject for a second, but a lot of games nowadays, it's in their best interest to put it on multiple platforms because it just sells more copies that way. So, I mean, it it may come out on Xbox first, but they'd be losing a lot of business if they didn't put a game out that looked like that on the PC. So, yeah. Oh yeah. I think that's right. Or, or Uh, PlayStation or, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I knew what you meant. And then honestly, like, I know it's a remake, but, seeing the shadow of the colossus remake trailer i was like fuck like sick. and then an article of polygon uh, an article that polygon released stating that that blue point studios the same company who did the um ps3 version um they're actually going to redo the controls you'll have the first available you know you'll have the control option there from the first game originally but uh it seems like based on an article that I read that it's, they're going to change it up to, to more modern times apparently. So uh, I am looking forward to that and see how that plays out. And that doesn't come out to 2018, but I'm not just happy because it's just a remake of a game. It's just, it's a game that I genuinely love and seeing the the kind of treatment it's getting on the PlayStation four I that it just I kind of got a little teary eyed. I'm like, this is just like, this is proper treatment. Like, you have no idea how excited I am. Of all the other games that I I, I still need to play and want to play, and I see this one, I'm like, oh, it just melts my heart. I'm 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 like genuinely excited to play that game again now. <laughs> it's so silly. Oh my god. Yeah, it's a really beloved title, and yeah, I'm 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 glad they're giving it the love it deserves. So for sure, but yeah, so yeah, guys, and and then another quick one. Inside is for August, so that's that gives you another really short game. Yep. So we got two shorties, and then we get to a biggie, which is Shadow of Mordor. But uh, other than that, yeah, guys, um, thank you, Ben, for taking the taking the lead on this one yes uh go to at co is it this is just co- at co-op mode for twitter for twitter yeah at co-op mode reviews Re- yeah yep. yeah at co-op mode reviews <laughs> it's a mouthful isn't it yes yeah um, for for all things on the on the, for all things on the web you can find us on various multi, uh, on various social media websites, Facebook and Twitter. If and also if you want to stream our 
<laughs> want to stream our podcast, you can do it at co-modereviews.com. But if streaming is not your flavor, you are more than welcome to download the episodes on iTunes and Google Play. Congrats, Android users. We're on the we're on the Google. And so uh, next time, Ben and Chris will be discussing the good old Gears of War franchise, Gears of War 4. Until next time, enjoy.